Welcome to the Rumple and the Frog Show for Stitchers. I'm Rumple. And I'm the Frog, providing you with an enchanting escape of stitches and stories. We're so glad you've joined us for fairy tales, fiber tales, and conversation about our most favorite thing. Yarn! Wow, we're nailed back to it. our I nailed it. <laughs> we're back to our, our base. Haha. Ha. Yes. Back to our <laughs> yarny. <laughs> Took me a second. Sorry. I hope others are laughing right now. Yarn joke. Yarn joke. Oh my goodness. Good morning, Rumple. How are you today? Good morning, Froggy. I am, as you know, a little spicy this morning. (laughs) I know. We're all coffeeed up. I think our coffee recorded episodes are some of our best, frankly. (laughs) Cheers to that. Cheers to that. People listening, we're drinking our coffee, and I will not let Amy edit it out. So no, if you hear a slip away, that's what's happening in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, oops, let me turn that notification off on my phone. I have um, a baby friend who's at that phase that all the babies get to where they sip something and they go, ah. Aww. You know that like that like 14 month moment where they realize, yes. oh, saying ah after you drink something refreshing is what we do. That is so cute. Isn't that cute? Forgot all about that in life. And I love that. that. She's, she's at the ah phase. And also what comes with the ah phase, if you can recall, even though our kids are older, Mm -hmm. it's hard to remember is the, uh, oh, the dropping things. Uh Yeah. Yep. Or even saying, uh, oh, at things that they're just not sure about. Like, (laughs) is that, is that supposed to happen? Whatever it was that just happened. Uh, No. Yes. But I love that. (sighs) (laughs) So good. Well, well, thank you for accommodating a little bit later of a release with this episode because I was on the road. Yay. We're so glad you're back and I can't wait to hear about everything. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure everyone else can't wait to hear about everything too. It's going to be great. So continuing with our season four theme of moving over for making, Mm -hmm. we are going to talk about my yarny trip and other things too, but you know, I had an agenda. (laughs) Um, along the south shores of Nova Scotia, which I just returned from a lovely week plus amazing visited lots of shops. I can't wait to share my haul and some things I discovered with you. Yay. Uh, But since we're getting back to yarn, we also decided to get back to our usual routine and I want to hear about whips works in progress. We haven't done that in a while. Not, not really. Well, I haven't really had anything. Uh, you've been busy. I do. I do now. So my work in progress before this time had been moving yeah. and that's, well, the move is done. Yes. But the unpacking part, not done. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Cause the move is done. And that was right. the, ugh. Ugh, so yeah. hard. So I'm glad that's done. Yeah. And you're probably another work in progress that you have is this really amazing time you're spending setting up your studio and getting out toys that have been relegated to the attic that are now yes. back and I, all these things. I think maybe you should do like a studio tour episode when it's, when it's ready, which yeah. will be soon. And I, so speaking of in the attic, I sent you a picture, which I know you saw this morning. Amazing. Of my knitting machine that has been in an attic for a solid four years because our previous dwelling. Yes, technically I could have had it out, but it wouldn't have really been safe in many ways to have it out (laughs) where, where I used to live. So it's back. I set it up and put it all together. I oiled it, cleaned it. It needs some new parts nothing crazy. Like it's Mm -hmm. totally functional. It doesn't need anything to function, but, uh, I guess sitting in an attic with extreme temperature change changes Mm. things. Yeah. Nothing, nothing horrible by any means, but it definitely could use some, some love. Yeah. Is it, um, steel parts, but in a wooden frame, was it in a wooden frame? So mine is actually metal. I don't know what kind of metal it's coated. Okay. And the bed, the, when I say bed, that's like the part of the machine that holds all the tiny little quote unquote knitting needles, which are actually not even needles. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're all little tiny hooks. They're like latch hooks. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a double bed knitting machine. So there's two of these and I 
would guess it's stainless steel because there's zero rust on it ever. And I mean, I maintain it, but after being in an attic, you would think there would be some evidence mm-hmm. of some issues, but um, everything's in good shape. And then there is, there are plastic parts to this machine and that's on the part of the machine that the care it's called the carriage, which this may sound totally insane to most people, but that's the part of the machine that you manually move back and forth mm-hmm. that carries the yarn across right. all the little hooks to yep. form the knitted fabric. Um, so I definitely noticed that some of the plastic parts have yellowed significantly, mm-hmm. which is really interesting to me because it must be purely heat or temperature change because yeah. this had zero sunlight and they were boxed and I had cleaned everything before it went yeah, away. It's gotta be. Yeah. So I find that actually really interesting on a side tangent about all that. <laughs> um, there were it, things have changed colors on it and that was a real surprise. Um, but every, nothing seems brittle. Nothing's broken from being in storage. So that's obviously super good. And now it's just, I haven't tried it yet Mm -hmm. since I put it back together. But, um, if I'm honest, that's probably not going to happen for another few weeks (laughs) because I really have to do other things you do to get it together. (laughs) That's right. I understand completely. So so that's been a work in progress, I guess. It is a work in progress. Awesome. Yeah. Fun times. Very good. (laughs) Um, Nope. I'm going to interrupt you. I'm not even going to let you talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really want to hear about uh, your crochet top because I <laughs> saw a picture of it this morning just now or like five minutes ago. And I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about it too, because I crocheted a thing. Damn it. Mm-hmm. Woo, woo. I'm so Successfully proud. And you feel good about it, right? I'm so excited about it. <laughs> I'm excited about it. So First of all, happy granny square day. Is that was, today? It was like three days ago. Cause my Instagram was exploding with granny squares. Gosh, darn it. I didn't yeah. even know about this. I haven't been on Instagram and in like, since I moved, <laughs> I know. Well, your head's been buried in, in cardboard boxes, but I oh, saw so a cool. lot of, um, crocheters and like Jimmy beans did a thing and revisited Aww. an old pattern. And there were some designers revisiting old patterns that involved. It was really fun. I love that. So, so a little belated, but that was this past week. So I, um, well, it's so funny. I did this thing. Okay. Let me start with Malabrigo Rios. Okay. I love the colors of Malabrigo. Rios. I also yes, love the hand. I love the hand and I love the way it knits up. I do think it's so soft. It pills up a little bit and just mm-hmm. FYI, but. And that's um, in part due to it being Merino. Yes. Because that's a short staple length, just a little education here for folks. <laughs> and I think that's the biggest culprit, but, um, you know, you can snip though. That was you me can... air cutting. By yeah. Way. Yeah. <laughs> so those have been, you know, in the past, that's probably my only sort of frustration with that yarn, but I have to admit, I have been avoiding it because it has superwash content and mm-hmm. I'm on a more eco-friendly kick with my yarn purchases. Good job. But I had it in my stash. Yeah, man. So I was like, okay, how am I going to bust through? I have quite a lot. Um, and I had, think I had originally planned for a top-down color work yoke. Uh-huh. And so I had a lot of a base color and just one skein only of other colors. Well, well, here's the thing that happened with this. I, so I did this crochet top, which I'll talk about in a second. <laughs> and then the two other projects I'm going to mention in my whips, one is for a friend and colleague. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, Rios is like washable and it has all those colors yeah. so I can satisfy the color. So I ended up going there again. And then I ended up over purchasing colors. So said <laughs> person can choose colors. So then I have leftover colors. And then once those colors are in my face, I like, can't let them go. <laughs> so then I might've even gotten a few more colors. So I went on this whole, like, so I have been working in Malibu, Malibu Rios for like weeks now. Like You're on a bender. Thing. I'm on a, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it's all because of the colors. I just love them so much. Anyway, crochet top. Yes. So this is a sunburst granny square. You can find tutorials anywhere for that. Um, Yay. And I can probably put the link into the one I used can't think of her name at the moment, which is too bad, but she had a great video tutorial to go with it. 
which really helped me with, um, the next round and counting through. And she had a diagram of the rounds that was labeled. Like, this is that little place where you're going to add that little thing Uh that I'm asking you to do. And this is why in the first cluster you don't do, you know, four or whatever, half double Mm. crochets, but in all the other clusters you do, it was a great Uh tutorial. So I'll find that and put it in our show notes. Great. And then I was talking to you and I was like, what am I going to do with these? Like I'm into these, I'm blowing through this yarn, uh, but I don't want to make a blanket. I would love to make a garment. There are so many cool crocheted garments out there now in the fast fashion world, which is kind of making me mad a little bit because I'm wondering like, how are these getting crocheted? Is it possible to do machines crochet things or are hand crocheters getting so, really fairly paid? Cause um, there are crochet garments everywhere now and all the boutiques I've been in. Yes. Touristy I, locations I've recently been in. Like it's really coming back. I am not aware of a crochet machine. Mm-hmm. If it exists, I've never heard of it. Me either. And I can't, I can't in my mind see how it functions. Yeah, me either. Like the action of crochet, of course it could be replicated by a machine, but I don't know if that exists yet. So this is something you and I should investigate. Yeah, so I, and I know we want to talk in the future about um, labels and how things are Mm. sold and that's um, definitely on our minds for like a beefy content episode. Yes. Um, but so I'm just curious about, I'm seeing a lot of crochet integrated into bags and sweater coats kind of things. And mm-hmm. it's very much like tour right now. And I don't always see it priced in a way that could be maybe fairly paying the, Oh yeah, I'm share. sure. No. So just something to throw <laughs> out there. Yeah. Um, cause it's really showing up in fast fashion quite a lot right now, which I, find which is great, but yeah, let, we should be thinking about how it's getting on there, how it's getting on there. Um, but anyway, so I looked on the Instagrams for some inspiration about how to lay out these squares to create a top. And I found one on crochet moderno, Ooh. which is in a, I think is in Portuguese. I can't read any of it without translating it. But anyway, I took a screenshot (laughs) for myself of a picture and I tried to replicate the layout of that picture with the square. So it involves uh, 16 squares, um, six for the front, six for the back. Mm -hmm. And haha, math. And then two each to make shoulder panels. Okay. I see. Uh, I think it did. Yeah. So 12 around the body. Um, and then a set of pairs coming together with a shoulder seam to make a little cap sleeve essentially. Excellent. Yeah. So I see it was seaming it last night. So it's all seamed up except for the shoulder seam inside. And I might, it's a little bit of a cropped length right now. So I might lengthen it with just some, uh, clusters around the bottom and a solid color. And I'm so thrilled that I made a thing in crochet. And my daughter was like, look at that. I would wear that. (gasps) What? I know. Are you going to let her wear it? Oh yeah. Aw, you're so nice. It's so cute. Oh man. I I can't wait. It's so cute. And it's so like, I don't know, something about it is very like 70s music festival to me. <laughs> yeah, man. I love it. <laughs> so anyway, but I did it. I did it. Yay. Success. Hooray. That's awesome. Anyway. So that's that. That's that. You're sucking down coffee. I love it. I know. All right. Tell me about Stephen West. I love him. Okay. We all, well, not everybody loves his designs, but we all love him, right? I think so. I'm going to say yes. I mean- I met him. He's a great guy. Is it true that he's like a million feet tall? Yeah. He's really tall. Like you can spot him at Rhinebeck because he's like seven feet tall and wearing neon. That is how I spotted him first because I was like, (laughs) there's Stephen West from a far, far away. And then when you get closer, like that is definitely Stephen West because he's wearing all his knitted things head to toe. And it's amazing. I love it. Uh, So yes, I met him and I'm pretty sure I hugged him, which maybe was not nice or welcomed, but I did. Uh, And anyway, so I have cast on and I'll tell you a little bit about some stuff in a second. The Enchanted Mesa sweater, Mm -hmm. which I have made this before. Okay. And that one that I completed, my friend Gina has because I didn't like the fit on me. 
it was too fitted for me and mm-hmm. I I just didn't want that at the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm starting again and I'm using a whole mess of different yarns. I can't even tell you because some of these yarns are very old mm-hmm. and I'm just trying to work through my stash. So yes, for those I of love you, that. yeah, and it, it's, so this is an amazing sweater to stash bust. Mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with it, which I think many people who have been in the yarn world for any period of a few years now, mm-hmm. probably are familiar with Stephen West, even if not this sweater. Uh, he's definitely known for lots of color combinations, um, sometimes muted colors, sometimes super bright, sometimes all over the place. But this particular sweater is asymmetrical. Mm-hmm. And he has a lot of that too. Yeah, which is super fun. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you need that in life. I need that in my life right now. I love it. So he, this particular sweater is, it looks like, how do I explain this? At one shoulder, the color, it's, it's striped Mm -hmm. at the shoulder, tiny stripes. And then they get bigger and bigger as they make their way to the Mm -hmm. other shoulder. So it's almost like pie wedges growing out. Yes. Yes. A pie yoke. Yeah. (laughs) And then. Uh, the rest is just smaller stripes. Yep. Or you could do, you could do this whole thing in a solid color if you wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm doing all different colors, using up whatever I can for my stash and, um, so fun. I'm just at the yoke right now. I'm in my one, two, fourth pie wedge. Mm -hmm. There are five of those wedges. And I started this like the night before we went to visit family in central upstate New York. Um, Cause I haven't done anything in a while. And mm-hmm. I was like, we're going to be in the car for so long. Yes. I need to have something to do. So I cast on and <clears throat> I didn't swatch. <clears throat> and <clears throat> <laughs> this might not fit me. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it'll be especially okay. since this is a this is your second attempt on a garment and it, you didn't like the fit the first time. So I fully accept that this may <laughs> not end up living with me in the end, and I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. It's mm-hmm. it's okay. Uh, I will say this is not my second time knitting this sweater, but all other incarnations of this don't exist anymore because they've been frogged. For so many different reasons. And it never was about the fit. It was me fighting with the pattern for no real reason. Yeah. I've done that before. This is definitely one where I came to some conclusions. And then I realized if I ever make it again, I will remember. And I better write it down because I won't remember Mm -hmm. why I have some issues with certain things. And this is just me being neurotic. It has nothing to do with the actual pattern. It's Mm -hmm. just my own cuckoo bananas brain. I understand. I I do that too. Like there's, it's because sometimes I want to modify because I'm assuming if I modify a pattern, it will be better for me. Sure. It has me in mind, but then sometimes I've tried so many times and I just back out of there and I'm like, you know what? This pattern was written very well <laughs> yes. and tested. So why am I screwing around with waist shaping because of my own measure? Like just yeah. enough, just do it the way it's written. It's fine. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm more or less following the actual written pattern. There's one minor change I've made, but it, it's so small that probably most people won't notice it. I will always see it. And I'm guessing other knitters will definitely see it, but it's something that I'm okay with. So understood in the end, I'll show people what I'm talking about and And, I'm sure you'll see it. And this is a real study in short rows, which is how you get these pie wedges anyway. Um, Yeah. And I love short rows. Short rows are the (laughs) bomb.com. I like it. (laughs) Awesome. I love it. So that's my only um, knitting work in project progress slash any other thing. Car knitting. And, um, awesome goal 
I'll have yeah. this for Rhinebeck and it'll fit me magically and I'll be wearing it. And then you'll see Stephen West and then you'll run up and hug him and you'll say, sorry about this modification I made right now. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> help it. Oh, because I'm crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then well, I'll this tell actually, him the next one will be different. The next one will be different. <laughs> oh man. Well, this is actually a good segue to my car knitting project, uh, Ooh. which is it close enough for me to grab it? Probably not, but I sent you a picture of it. Yeah. So I, with all this Malrigo Rios that I have laying <laughs> around now, it's just ridiculous. I thought, oh, well, first I was making this project for my colleague, um, which also, by the way, I'll mention that just quickly is just a, a cowl, a very simple, tall cowl. I, I imagine it getting scrunched down um, mm. design and this individual um one of the challenges for me in making this was I, I wanted creative inspiration. Like I wanted an excuse for creative inspiration to like create something. Yeah. But this individual kept reminding me that their style is pretty simplistic and mm-hmm. that like a far reach color combination or far reach anything was kind of not at their comfort level. Yeah. And so I was kind of fighting like what I wanted to do and what maybe they would prefer. Yeah. But anyway, I ultimately ended up with that, this tall cowl that we can picture in our show notes, which is also in Malabrigo Rios, but I put this asymmetrical texture, like block pattern in it. Yes. So that's what I'm looking at right now. Yes. It's on both sides. So you could oh, I okay. imagine wearing it off center, you know, you would see it in the front off center on one side and maybe in there behind you on the uh-huh. other. Um, so I, I embedded it twice. Yeah. Um, which I think gives it a little zazz. Yes. <laughs> but safe. But safe. And I picked the square because I was like, this is this, this guy is so square. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, will he appreciate this? Or I don't know. I'm not... a little I'm a little nervous that he's not gonna <laughs> like it at all, but I have a way to sweeten the deal. Okay. I, I like that you have to sweeten the deal for this person to take something hand it. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> he, he will love it. But I, okay. um, and since he doesn't listen to this, I don't have to worry about this <laughs> surprise, but I intend to take all these scraps of colors I have and more of the out there combination. I kind of wanted to do that wasn't as earth tones or, or still earth tones, but it involved more interesting contrast. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make another kind of gator sized one with a littler block. <laughs> um and give it to his wife as a pair Aww. as a wedding it'll be a wedding present because I'm a year oh, out. you're so cute you're yeah. so good so I oh. figure once they're paired up as a wedding present how can you resist right they're, they're gonna have to be matchy matchy they're gonna have to be matchy matchy mm-hmm. yep it's gonna happen but anyway I meant to tell you <clears throat> what I was trying to tell you and I got distracted myself was um this top-down striped sweater which reminds me of your stripey thing um, that I did as my car project Ooh. On, on the big trip. All right. I'm, I'm finding it. Oh yeah. There it is. So, okay. So I had all these colors of Rios laying around. Super um, fun. And I also was so inspired and I'll talk about this on my little itinerary. I'll take you through of Nova Scotia, but the colors, the pictures that we put on, if we put them on in the show notes, none of them we are will. filtered, not filtered, just like some of them I was driving I'm in the passenger seat and I mm-hmm. grabbed a shot. It's unbelievable. And I have an old iPhone too. It just looks like that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't have amazing. to work hard to capture these photos. So there are just so many great colors out there. Um, You're right. Yeah. Your sweater matches your pictures from your trip. See, that's what I was trying to do. Uh, and I put out an I'm Instagram so post on our um, at Rumpel and the Frog. And also on my own at Frogged Princess, if you want to mm-hmm. see some of the last images I took on my last day and the work in progress there, you can see them there and sort of see how those colors were oh, all just around me. Amazing there. Yeah, it was great. And that is um, actually the Tin Can Knits Strange Brew pattern. Oh, yeah, yeah. Recipe pattern, uh-huh. um, which I've been wanting to try, but I wasn't in the mood yep. for color work that was anything but stripes. So I just oh. omitted stranded color work did stripes instead. And That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, super fun. It looks, these pictures are just, I'm scrolling through the pictures while you're telling me about the things. I'm like, <laughs> awesome. oh, so jelly. I know. It looks amazing. Oh, it'll be a fun one. I don't know whether it's short or long sleeves. And I sort of have this idea that, um, can you see how in the sweater I cast on that sort of chocolate brown on the collar of the sweater? Okay. okay. I was thinking of doing the whole body in stripes, mm-hmm. 
but um, cutting off the stripes at like mid upper arm and finishing with a solid brown just for fun. Yeah. Um, on the sleeves to kind of make it more unique. I like it. Oh. I think that's a good plan. Yeah. Yay. So. Oh yay, man. Yay, You've yay. been so productive. I have been productive, but I've been, I've been riding around a lot. In, <laughs> uh, my amazing husband drove every single month. I didn't drive at all. So was your trip while you were there, mm-hmm. was there a lot of driving involved or I I've never been to Nova Scotia, so I don't really know the lay of the land. I don't know anything about the train. Yeah. Were you walking yeah. a lot or driving or a combination? A combination. We, um, so should we start that? Should we go there? I'll take you through my trip and my yarn stops. Well, do you have any other whips that you want to share before we move on? Or did you get to, I think I did it. Oh my gosh. Well, we better. Yeah. I want to hear all about it then. All right. (laughs) So what we did essentially in a nutshell was we drove up to Bar Harbor, Maine, Mm -hmm. which is like a six to seven hour drive, depending on the moment. (laughs) Um, we actually spent a night so that we didn't have to take the ferry the same day. Cause that's a lot. Okay. And, um, and there is a ferry, a catamaran car ferry, <gasps> which you can take from bar Harbor to Yarmouth, Nova Scotia, which is a southerly point on okay. Nova Scotia. And then you drive off a little ferry and go through cost border. Right. And because you're right. in the car, the rest of the trip, we drove up the South shore up to Halifax mm-hmm. and returned, but we on the return, we like bombed back. Um, but on the drive up, we had all these points on shore points that we wanted to hit on the way up. So we kind of made our, meandered our way up. And then once we were done with, we finished with the big city, um, which is not a big city, but it's their big city. Yeah. Um, and then hustled back to catch the ferry home again. So we arrived in Yarmouth, Nova Scotia by ferry. Mm -hmm. Then we drove, our goal was to get to Lunenburg, which is Ooh. a UNESCO world heritage site. It is a drop uh-huh. dead, gorgeous fishing town. Unbelievable. I'll have to tell Will. Yeah. Unbelievable. Beautiful, beautiful. And I happen to have a friend who grew up there. Oh, and really? was visiting her parents <gasps> at the time we were there. So that was a connection point for us. On the way there, we made some some stops that are kind of like must-sees along the way. Mm-hmm. We pulled over at a beach and ran around on the beach for like an hour <laughs> for fun. Um, stopped in other historic little fishing towns on the way. And Lunenburg, we stayed a couple of days. And from there, we did a couple of local um, drives, maybe just 20 or 30 minutes to see some things. Yeah. Um, we went to another town called Mahone Bay, which is adorable. It's like a little mini Lunenburg. And Aww. lots of trips out to cool, rocky, covey things, um, which are points of interest either for historical reasons or because they have amazing lighthouses or because they're Mm -hmm. just like insanely beautiful. Um, one of them go there now. So bad. Yes. (laughs) One location is called Peggy's Cove. It's like a must see. Mm -hmm. It's the most tourist I, I saw the whole whole trip. And And was, was it busy with tourists while you were there? It was, but the thing about this trip, I have to say, and the driving and all of that, it just seems like there's less population density, there's like not people around, you know? So I was saying to my family, when we were coming back, if someone told me today that I needed to drive to Richmond, I'd start looking at flights because mm-hmm. I don't want to do the Eastern seaboard in the United States between Hartford and DC and beyond is just <sighs> miserable. And also like, yeah. so dangerous. Like people are just feel like they're trying to kill you everywhere on the road, <laughs> you know, yeah. on the road, the way people are driving, but like the further North we went, the more the more thinned out it was. And it was just such easy driving mm-hmm. and driving up Nova Scotia reminds me of, if people are aware of, um, the new England seaboard and that like mm-hmm. you could take 95 more inland and like hustle to a place. Yeah. And not see much. Yeah. Right. And in Canada, it would be like beautiful trees, but like you're seeing trees. Yeah. Or <laughs> you can divert yourself like 20 minutes or 30 minutes to sort of what would be analogous to our route one. Mm, okay. Okay. And then you can kind of crawl in and out of bays and go cool. curvy bits and go through marshes and on the water and coves and bop off at little towns. So up there in Nova Scotia, there's highway 103, which just bombs you up there. Yeah. Beautiful. It has some actually beautiful points, but lots of trees. 
Yeah. <laughs> two lane highway, the whole thing. Or you can take route three, which is like their Boston post road and take the more scenic and hit little towns as you go. So we did off and on, depending on what locations we were trying to hit. Gotcha. Yeah. Sounds so pretty magical. It was magical. It was magical. So I thought I would take you through my haul as like yes. a yarn crawl. So we did lots of amazing Canada things too. Like the fisheries museum was amazing. The Maritimes museum in Halifax, the Canadian immigration museum was really great and super educational. Um, we did lots of awesome stuff, but yeah. I'm going to take you through a yarn crawl. Yes. I you love ready? it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. We got to get rid of Steven West. Bye Steven. So okay. long. So long. Okay. So when we arrived in Yarmouth, we arrived off the ferry, by the way, it's like a three hour ferry. Um, okay. Wow. And it's so comfortable. I mean, we have very calm water both times, mm -hmm. but it's a big, this is a big boat and you can walk all around. There's a gift shop on it. There's a bar might've hit that. Um, well, I might've seen to. some humpback whales breaching. <gasps> really? I got so lucky. We were so <sighs> lucky to see that on the way out. You got a whale watch too. I know it was amazing. Awesome. Amazing. <laughs> but anyway, it lands you in Yarmouth and there is a knit shop in Yarmouth that was closed that I okay. wasn't able to hit on my morning run the next day. <laughs> Rats. Rats. But the oh. Yarmouth wool shop was open. Okay. And so in Nova Scotia, there are a lot of tartan and woolen shops. Yeah. In addition to actual yarny shops like we would normally go to. Okay. Um, at the Yarmouth wool shop, which was open, I purchased a wool throw. Divine. It's so amazing. I love it. Um, but it's not that local, but it's from a woolen mill on Pr Prince Edward Island. And okay. so I bought this like beautiful blue and white wool mm -hmm. throw. Um, cause we love those in our house and we have them everywhere. And I feel like none of them are mine. Like so everybody has a claim on all these ones I've bought <gasps> over the years, but I don't have my own yours. This one is mine. Darn it. Excellent. Um, so I bought this blanket, but then the lady in the shop, she was great. This older woman, she like whips out a tourist map and tells me where Aww. I need to stop on my drive and how much time do you have and do this and do that. So she's like marking up this map. But the best part was I was still a mile away from this motel that we were in, <laughs> but I didn't want to stop running. <laughs> so I ran the last mile of my run wrapped in the blanket, holding this blanket under my arm and a you should have worn it as other. a cape. I know I got a few hunks. It was great. <laughs> um, awesome. but anyway, it was ridiculous, but Oh, I love but it. I can officially say that's the most wool I've ever run with because there was a time in Philadelphia <laughs> where I ran out to a knit shop, bought a sweater's worth of yarn and ran back. Oh my gosh. But it was like in a brown bag under my arm, like a football. This was like hard to do. So anyway, oh. I'm proud of myself <laughs> uh, from running with this blanket. I might have a picture of that that won't end up on our website. I'll show it to you later. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was a great little stop and they had tartans and all the things there. Um, and she it. had some local yarn too, but I was just, I wanted my blankie. So I was super excited. Aww. Super so that cool. happened in Yarmouth and then up in Lunenburg on the main drag, which is called Montague street. And then Lunenburg is so tiny. Um, there's really mm -hmm. not much more than a couple of streets, but there's these adorable shops everywhere. There was yeah. a lovely yarn shop called the Mariner's daughter. Oh my gosh. It looks and super cute. It was great. Um, and I purchased a couple of things there. Um, two little neat soups. Speaking of Stephen West, these are Stephen Westy colors to me. Oh, definitely. Neons. Neons. Uh, one's a little more yellow than the other one. I grabbed a couple of hedgehog sock minis mm -hmm. um, because I have a few of these already. And I've decided every time I see them, I'm going to grab one or two because I have this vision of making a crazy t-shirt in all different colors. Ooh. Um, so anyway, I grabbed those. Excellent. And I think you're going to be very excited about this. So I found this two yarn little set. Will you dare? Called Will you dare? Why, yes. <laughs> and it's 50 grams of hand spun and 50 grams of hand dyed by the same artist to go with something she calls the double fiber hat. So you use one of them Ooh. for the brim and the other one for the hat. And then <gasps> at the shop, so they fun. so fun. And at the shop, they give you the hat pattern. So this Yay! is like super ultra local and handmade. That's awesome. Yeah. It has like this nice pink happening. It is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So I grabbed that and then I grabbed a Prezi for you. <gasps> what? Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. Aw. Ooh. Souvenir for a Rumble. transatlantic knitting journey. 
Ooh. Yeah. So wait. Thanks. this is Yay. by Fiona Alice. Um, and she travels. So basically you bounce back and forth throughout the UK and Canada. Mm-hmm. So places in Scotland, Ireland, uh, England, and then like Vancouver, Montreal, and then Chester, which is right near where I was, um, and patterns inspired. Um, and I, I think she might be Canadian. Um, but anyway, so this is kind of local to them. And this is published by the people who do pom-pom. So it's got that same paper. Yeah. So it's sort of like a little pom-pom pattern book. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. I'm French Canadian. You are? I am. <laughs> well, that's that cool. I lived there. <laughs> you did? No, I said not that I lived there. No, oh, not that but, I lived um, uh, my, I believe, and I could have this mistaken, and my dad will correct me if he listens to this, but I believe my paternal grandmother's family is French-Canadian, and I don't know her story, which I should probably ask her because she lives in Albany, New York, and I could go talk to her. Um, she grew up in New Hampshire, but I don't know if she was born in Canada or not. Awesome. So anyway, side tangent. So (laughs) my husband is a history nerd and was very interested in the Acadians and the French Canadian population and, and how, um, the British ousted them and they ended up in Haiti and Louisiana. They got displaced. There's this whole sort of interesting history. And so one of the things, the first things we did out of Yarmouth on our way to Lunenburg is we pulled off into a place that will kind of remind you of Sturbridge village. If you've ever, okay, I have not, but Stella has, and I've seen and heard all about it. So it's a like functioning little Acadian village kind of that they sort of trap in time and it's a living (sighs) museum. And so they had a guy, um, they had a guy building lobster traps, a guy tying fishing nets, um, women rug hooking in a way that looked more like punch needle to me. And I think I sent you those pictures. Interesting. Um, I'll have to look again. I'll send them to you again. It was really cool. Some of the um, textile arts I learned about in this, in this living museum were that I didn't heard of before simple things. I didn't realize I didn't know. Uh, I guess we don't know what you don't know, but (laughs) for example, the bags of flour were being the sacks of flour. They realized they could because they were being reused, those materials were being reused and put into like crazy quilts or clothing or dresses yeah. or aprons. Um, the flower company realized that if they printed pretty patterns on them, mm-hmm. that I did never knew this. And so there were examples of bed, like big bed size quilts that were all made of printed flower sacks and clothing and really cool things. And I thought to myself, I'm telling you, I could have lived, I would be fine. I don't need zoom. <laughs> I would be fine. Oh. I would be doing my rug hooking. I'd be tying fishing nets. Yeah. I'd be making quilts. Oh, I'd yeah. be happy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm going to go work in that place. <laughs> yeah. So that was a really cool, a really neat stop with, That's um, awesome. with, um, it was cool. This little, like, you know, with people in their, in their traditional clothes and offering you traditional molasses cookies as you walk through oh, their houses. And it was fun. It's amazing. It was fun. <gasps> it was a good nerd stop, you know? I love it. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Okay. So what, what was I talking about? Oh yeah. So this, this is for you. Thank I will you. Bring it to you. When Yay. I see you Yay. Um, two discoveries I made while in that yarn shop for local yarns, I wanted to share with people in case they're interested were mm-hmm. Briggs and little, which apparently is like the <gasps> oldest Canadian mill had yes. no idea that you, I didn't even know that was a thing. I have some Briggs and little, um, wool embroidery yarn. Oh, good. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I discovered their sort of workhorse, heavy worsted two ply, which is Mm -hmm. called Regal comes in a million beautiful colors, um, all Canadian wool. And I found it to be very round, like two big plies, but really Mm -hmm. tightly twisted. So it's like very round and, um, also really crispy. And I was like, this would make a great Gansey. Like I want to go on a crunch, crunch. wearing my Gansey sweater. Yes. Anyway. So I just wanted to recommend that if anyone's in the mood this winter for like bobbles mm. and texture and like, why not use this Nova Scotia staple Heck for yeah. fishers when you make your fisherman sweater. So I wanted to mention that. Um, and another one was called custom woolen mills. 
Mm. And they have a similar heavy two ply called mule two ply, but I liked their colors. They had uh, like kind of interesting mini skeins and they were focused more on, on the the dyeing and things like that. So those are both in the Mariner's daughter, which was a lovely shop. I've got to check these out. Mm -hmm. Super cool. Yeah. And there were a couple of cashmere's and alpacas I had never heard of before in there also. So you can find them all on, on the website. Excellent. Yeah. Very good. (gasps) Oh man. So exciting. Oh, so and there's great. more. And there's more. So from hey. there, uh, we did a day trip to Mahone Bay, which was super close to Lunenburg and a sort of similar feel, very adorable shops, cute, you know, little fishing harbor. And I found a little shop there called Have a Yarn. Oh, so cute. So cute. <laughs> um, and in there, I purchased two skeins of something called Handmaiden Find Yarns. And I was happy because I was able to find some blends that interested me that were also hand dyed. So this is like this gray, I don't know. It has like this oystery pinky gray feeling. So on my, cause we're doing this via zoom. Yes. On my monitor, that looks like a periwinkle. Yes. It's like one of those grays that leans towards lavender. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm seeing then. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and this is 50 silk, 50 wool hand dyed. And I don't know where she's located, but somewhere in Canada and then to go with it, call me crazy. Crazy. (laughs) I picked this, this one is called, Oh, that one, by the way, was called lady Godiva is the 50 silk, 50 wool. And then the one I picked to go with it is called maiden hair. Okay. Most it's like two thirds silk kid hair and a little bit of nylon. And this is also hand dyed and these like amazing oh. craziness, which oh my is gosh, that is gorgeous reds and blacks and things. And so I want to hold I these together. Yes. There is an echo. I don't know if you can see on the monitor, but there's a little echo in this multi, very multicolored one of this gray it's hiding in there. So I think oh, look- I can see it. There's like a teeny tiny bit of it. Yes. I think. It'll yeah. work. Yep. Um, I don't know what the heck I'm going to do with that, but I imagine it being around my neck. Well, so um, cozy. fun fact that I just mm-hmm. found out because yes. I am looking at their website and then oh, I good. clicked on local yarn to see if that was the handmade and fine yarns and scroll down and boom, guess what I just saw? What? Rumple scarf kits. What? It's <laughs> angel slash rumple scarf kits. You can't click on it. So I don't know what it is. But I was oh, like, I wonder if the scarf is on um, Ravelry. And there's Rumple. There's also just Rumple. So is Rumple a yarn? I think it might be one of the names of her yarn. Faces. Um, hello, lady. I have to find this now. How am I going to find out? Well, I have the card from the store. We could email the, the shopkeeper. She was lovely. Nothing is clickable. Like, Mm. it seems like it's just a list. You can't shop online. So I can't, unless I'm really dense, which is possible. (laughs) That's not possible. We've been drinking all this coffee. What are you talking about? (laughs) But it doesn't appear that you can purchase things online. I'm trying to Mm. figure this out because. Let's send her an email. I have, I took a business card. Okay. We'll send her an email. How fun. Anyway, I just had to point that out to you. I'm so glad when you're you describing this and I'm looking, I'm like, rumple, rumple. Now, rumple. if only there's frog, I didn't see a frog, but <laughs> that would be very fun. Now I have to look. That would be so cool. I don't see a frog yet, but anyway, how Too crazy. Bad. That's cool. We'll have to look into that. I'll yeah. find her business card and we'll, we'll reach out. That would be great. Oh my gosh. And there's more. Yay. This is what, so this oh, is what, I love this so much. This is what no by July was for to prepare. You, for you saved and saved and were reserved and it paid off. And I it think. paid off or paid yeah. out in the end. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to do the same thing for September so that I can have fun at Rhinebeck in October. Yes, which is going to be like, it's going to get here so fast. And then we're going to be like, oh, what? It's here. It's time. Let's go. I know. It's going to be I can't blessed. wait. I can't wait. Dead. All right. So last stop on our little trip mm-hmm. is, but then we went up to Halifax 
And I found in the piers and on the waterfront, a place called Northern Waters Knitwear and Tartan Shop, Mm. which honestly was almost all tartans and fun woolen woolen items, which is also fun. But I was like, there's got to be yarn in here. There has to be yarn in here somewhere. And then in the corner, I found the corner. Some amazing yarn. I like their website says yarn department. Yarn department. Amazing. There were two other yarn shops in the area. One, um, they were closed. I think when we were there, one Mm -hmm. was called loop. And I wanted to mention that one because I peeked in the window all sad (laughs) because it was closed. And they had a lot of that hook line and tinker that Nova Scotia (gasps) designer. They had a lot of it on the wall and, and they also had roving Okay. Spinning things. And I was like, Ooh, this place has got a lot going on, like embroidery and spinning. I was like, Oh, I wish it was open, but anyway, all the things, all the things, but at the Northern waters, knitwear and tartan shop, two things. First of all, the whole trip, I never bought any. And now I kind of regret it. The Nova Scotia tartan is cool. I just want to say that. So like, you know how tartans are associated with Scottish names Yes, and clans. There's actually a Nova Scotia tartan. It's beautiful. It's like a very vivid blue. Oh. Um, and it has a little Kelly green, and a little bit of yellow in it. I think I have to look this up cause you linked to it. So I, can I see did it. in a nerdy way. I linked to the tartan registry. Ooh, it's very pretty. It's very, pretty. and I feel like I've seen it before mm-hmm. and I kept yeah. wanting to find the right moment to purchase it, but I w- wasn't in the mood for a scarf. So oh, I kept looking okay. for examples of it. Um, but I did want to share that. I think it's lovely. And I think it's cool that Nova Scotia gets its own tartan. That's pretty neat. Well, you'll have a chance to get it because I think we might have to plan a trip. Let's do it. I want to do it. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, great. Glad we had, glad we um. had that thought. <laughs> um, so what I found in the yarn department of this mm. shop was first, I should say the Blue Nose is a famous ship. Um, it was a fishing ship that also won big sailing ship that won a lot of races um, really? And it was built in Lunenburg and is like a famous, like, uh, Lunenburgers are called blue nosers. Nova Scotians call themselves blue nosers. So the blue nose, uh, is- this is really rooted in their culture and history then. Yes. And it's uh-huh. like on, you can see it on some of the coins, I think have a blue nose on it. Uh-huh. Um, so it's very cool, but I found these mitten sets by the fleece artist from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Okay. Fleeceartist.com. Again, they come in pairs super fun. Um, and it's a very heavy worsted, um, mm-hmm. crunchy wool. It has lots of, lots of hay actually in it that's all over the, the place. That's which, the best then it's going to keep your hands super warm, <laughs> which I find amazing. It's fun to pick out. Um, and the ball band of course comes with this cute little mitten. I, that is really nice that they're showing you exactly Mm-hmm. what it's going to look like, or, you know, very close to what it's going to look like and what it's oh. going to take. Beautiful. And it's everything right there. So does, wait a second, is the actual pattern on the ball band? I think it might be inside. Yes. The ball. Oh my band. gosh. Brilliant. And then the I charts are shown to you. So as you're choosing this, you know, you kind of know what you're up against with the little color work chart for the mittens. I love that so much. Um, I think that's brilliant. Heavy duty mittens are like the only mittens I'm going to make. Cause I don't want to deal with fine mittens and the mm-hmm. color work on the palm and all that, but these are, it's pretty simple. It's just a, like a, almost like a Norwegian lice pattern and stripes, yeah. simple, but really fun and quick. Well, and the color combinations just make this totally, totally fun. Great. Like yeah. if that were black and white classic, fun, nice, whatever, but right. this is like a party, man. Yeah. I love it got a yeah. really beautiful solid and then a variegated to go with it. I think it's and great. Then I might've picked one up for you. Ah! Right. <laughs> Yay! You can choose which one you want. This one uses, um, what? is in a, a Navy with that same variegated. So in a way we would be kind of like, oh, man, sort we can of be matchy, matchy. Yay. But anyway, you can pick which one you like. Oh, thank you. You're I don't welcome. know. Can I decide when I see them in person? Yes, okay. you can. And are you sure yeah. you don't want to choose? Do you have a favorite? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I can't believe I'm even going to make mittens. That's the thing with mittens. I have two hands. I can make two of them. We can do a mitten along. <gasps> Wait, I have an idea. Okay. What? What would happen if we each made a pair and then swapped a mitten? So we had mismatchy mittens. Oh my gosh. But they were going to be the cutest <laughs> ever. 
So like if I made a lefty and a righty, well, and then gave you my lefty and you did the same and gave me your lefty and then it wouldn't, we wouldn't have to pick. But we'll have to make sure our gauge is exactly the same because otherwise I'm going to have some problems. I'm just telling you right now, if they don't feel the same on my hands, I'll be like, oh, oh I yeah. can't wear these. That would be weird too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay. Maybe not a great idea. Whatever. Just oh, trying to be besties. We could split the yarn. <laughs> oh yeah. We could do that in too. half and then they would definitely, each person's would be the same. That's right. And then we wouldn't be making it for each other. I guess I could make yours and give them to you. Yeah. <laughs> Look at all the permutations of how to collaborate. <laughs> we'll figure it out. It doesn't really matter. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll make it happen. We're like, and then when we split the yarns, <laughs> I'll weigh them on your scale. And then when you I'll wind them, them, you'll, or you'll wind, wind them on my scale. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh. Ridiculous. Um, anyway, but yes, I'll show you those to you in person and you can choose and have fun. I love it. Yeah. So fun. And at that point I was a little shopped out. Not going to lie. I was like, I can keep going. I can keep finding yarn. I can keep doing it. <laughs> um, but this actually last purchase really made me happy. Cause I, I thought it was so great pattern on the ball band and the crunch and all these little pieces of, Hey, I just love it. Delightful. <laughs> Delightful. This is really perfect because the last pair of mittens I made for myself was a few years ago now. And they were, they're good mittens. I still have them, but they, weren't intended for me, mm-hmm. but I wore them anyway. <laughs> mm. so they're a touch small. They may be for someone smaller in my house that didn't seem to care about them. So <laughs> I wore them and yes. maybe I could have a pair of mittens that fit me. <laughs> That's right. Amazing. Oh, oh man. <laughs> oh, so it was so fun. Such an so adventure. Fun. Okay. Yeah. So was that, was that the last bit of yarny shoppy hoppy? Yes. That was the last bit of yarny shoppy hoppy. So now I'm going to be annoying and interview you about your trip. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not going to interview you. You know what I mean? Um, so did you and your family eat out mm-hmm. at a place that was, I'm going to say serving traditional fare? Oh, yes. By any chance? So- well, one thing on my daughter's bucket list was to try poutine. Okay. I have to admit, I don't know what that is. Oh, that's the French fries with the brown gravy on top and cheese curds. This is why I don't know what that is. <laughs> Someone has asked me about this in the past and I was like, what? Yeah. All right. Now that you described it. Okay. Yeah. It's like Canadian oh. heart attack in a box, but it is pretty delicious. Is it? I <laughs> yeah. Mean- what I mean, about the gravy? Does it make the fries soggy? Yeah, but it's not like all, it's like not so much gravy that okay. they're all soggy. Okay. So it's not like Thanksgiving dinner. It's not like swimming in gravy. Gravy's no. like actually what you're eating. <laughs> no. And cheese okay. curds I could live without. I don't like squeaky cheese. No, I don't no. mind squeaky cheese. I don't, I don't like it when mind it's most cheese. So, um, right. so that was all right, fun. So poutine. Poutine. Now. Did you try it? You at least tried the cheese curds. Yeah, I tried it. It was good. You liked it? Did she like it? She liked it. Okay. She liked it. We did a lot of um, fresh local haddock. And later it was like baked or fish and chips. There's lobster everywhere, of course. Oh, the haddock was yummy. Lobster everywhere, which I didn't actually have any of, I don't think, because I had gone on this like lobster roll bender in Connecticut. Geez, I'm jealous. I have not no. had one lobster roll this year. You know what? I think that has to happen before the school year starts. You can I'm do that with to... me next week easily. It's going to have to. Oh, no, I did have a lobster roll with you. Where? It was on gluten-free bread at that adorable bookshop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. At Arjun I mean, Julia's. It... Yeah. We had like the lobster it was rolled not... cheese. Yeah, it was like a little different lobster than salad. a lobster roll. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't a hot lobster roll. But it was yeah. delicious. And I have to say, anyway. because I... There was a time when I deeply studied lobster rolls, actually. You deeply and studied them. I deeply studied them. The Connecticut Please lobster roll. Explain Rhode some Island, more. Maine. <laughs> so the thing is, like, I like a Connecticut lobster roll hot with butter. Okay. When you get a head up there, you mm-hmm. start to get cold and dressed in mayo. Yep. Which is more lobster salad to me. Okay. Um, 
in Rhode Island, sometimes crazy things happen and there's like lettuce and tomato on there. And you're like, what? I mean, I'm okay with that, but I get it. (laughs) (laughs) So I um, really prefer like a hot buttered lobster roll. Yeah. So, and I have had plenty uh, (laughs) this summer. So when I was up there, I was like, "Eh, yarn, lobster roll, yarn, lobster roll. Yarn. Yarn Yarn one. Yep. Yep. I mean, I get it then. Okay. It's like that button. I have a button on my backpack that says yarn or groceries. Yarn Yarn wins. (laughs) Yarn Yarn wins. wins. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So that was fun. And another thing we, there were quite a lot of around there were breweries. There's a lot of microbreweries. Oh yeah. Um, And a lot of them with like waterfront seating. And um, in fact, in Lunenburg, I have to recommend. So at Shiplight Breweries, we did because my friends were hosting us and they gathered us all together. They have these <laughs> pedal cab things. It's like a, imagine a golf cart, uh-huh. one of those long golf carts that has like four banks of seats. Okay. Take the banks of seats out. Okay. And instead put a bank of stationary bikes facing each other. Oh, along Wait, the long what? Side. <laughs> so basically it's an electric vehicle. Oh, okay. And you have probably like six stationary bikes facing another six, six stationary bikes on the long sides of this electrical vehicle. And you tourists that you are believe that your pedaling is assisting, which it actually is. Okay. Sometimes. I was going to say, is it <laughs> as you get taken around by, you know, a lovely young guy with a headset on who's giving you the local tour. And then this person is also steering. So you can be looking around and being active. So you can be wooting at all the other tourists who are like, screaming at you as you go by. This sounds amazing to me. I mean, it was so fun. And I'm the best part of it was, so it was my friend and her family. So she has two daughters, our family. So that's three of us, her parents, mm-hmm. two more and like two high school friends and their partner. So basically this whole thing seats, I a lot of people and we, yeah. filled, we filled the whole thing, just us. Oh, that's awesome. And the best part was they, their family home is on the historic <gasps> street. So this poor guy cool. doing the tour is like a blue nose. Does anyone know what the blue nose we, <laughs> and so because they were all local, it was really hilarious. And yeah. every time, and because <laughs> Nova Scotia and this town is so small in a way, Aww. every time we were like, Wah, wah, like waving and hooting and hollering at people as we pedaled by, um, somebody in the thing would be like, that's my niece. And they, <laughs> um, or the tour oh. guide was saying, you know, and this was revived on the waterfront. And a woman was like, because of my father, he was the longest running mayor of, I mean, how funny, like we, oh. this poor tour guide couldn't give us anything we didn't yeah. know because of these locals. Um, I, maybe that was fun for him. Maybe not. I think he but, had fun. I think yeah, he had fun. Good. Um, but anyway, and then this beautiful waterfront location back at the brewery. So that takes like an hour. You just bike around town. Oh, um, awesome. And then, you know, you hop off the thing and they give you a drink ticket and you go into the brewery. It was super fun. Sweet. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Really fun. So um, did you visit more than one brewery? Is is your husband into beer? I he actually beer. don't know. Okay. He is into beer. Yeah. Right. So that was the only brewery that we like hung out in. Um, okay. But we did um, some shopping, you know, when we'd be in a place and we would, you know, hit the local store and try to collect a little a couple local beers for the yeah. mini fridge kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. That's a cool that's idea. Fun. Yeah. And we went out on a whale watch, which was fun. Yes. And we saw um, minky whales and Aww. seals and that's so cool. Harbor porpoise. And Aww. it was really fun. So awesome. that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Oh. It was great to have a car. So I think if someone were to fly into Halifax, I would say rent a car so you can go down the South shore and, yeah. and back. That was actually our original plan because the ferry had been not running for a number of years related to okay. COVID and even before COVID too. Um, and then they like, when it went back on, I like canceled the flights. I mean, yeah. cause that was yeah. always the bucket list idea was to you know, park the car in the ferry and do the whole thing. Oh, that's so, awesome. It was a real right. adventure. It was so fun. That is super exciting. Yeah. So, okay. I do have another question because, yes. because now I'm like, I'm going here one day and maybe other people are listening and thinking I'm going there tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for us based on where we're located. It's easy. Yeah. Even driving it is easy. Oh, you know? so, okay. No, I have two questions. One, 
and this is going to sound really stupid, but I haven't left the country in a long time. Mm-hmm. Do you need a passport to get into Canada now? Or can you still use like those hybrid licenses? Is that still even a thing? I think so. You do need a passport. Okay. Um, and, but I think if you're under 15, you can do it with a birth certificate. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And where did you stay? If you oh, don't mind sharing that. No, not at all. Okay. So in Yarmouth, we stayed at this adorable little motel called the Lake Lawn. Um, super cute. And then in Lunenburg, we stayed at a motel called the Homeport Motel. Aw, I love places. the names of them. They're really cute. And it's great because, you know, you just drive right up and we were going for places that had like little mini kitchens inside mm-hmm. and things like that. And then I would forage, you know, in the local grocery store and lots of picnic lunches, yeah. save a little money to go out for dinner, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then in Halifax facts, that was like, our kind of like, now we're in the city, you know? Mm, um, and so we had planned, we're like, we'll stay on a waterfront. Like we'll stay in a hotel for that. Mm-hmm. So we did a nice hotel Like we did. Um, uh, I think it was, it was a Marriott. What was it? Maybe like a courtyard Marriott, yeah. but it was like a waterfront one, um, walking distance to all of that great views. Oh, awesome. So that was fun at the end. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, well, it sounds like it was amazing. I hope it was an excellent like recharge for mm-hmm. everyone. And yeah. now I can't wait to do something like this one day myself. I, <laughs> I really awesome. loved it. And I have had the privilege of traveling, you know, to various places in Europe several times mm-hmm. and Asia. And I, I feel like a pretty well traveled. I've been lucky to travel quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I like that it was so easy to do, but did you did really feel a cultural difference? Cause you're hearing yeah. French everywhere. You're reading French everywhere. Um, it's just fun to use Canadian money, like those kinds of things. I think for maybe a traveler who, especially post COVID isn't really ready to get on a transatlantic flight, mm-hmm. you know, but you want like your own car and you want your own space. And it was summer. Yeah. So lots of eating outdoors in terms of sort of like COVID travel too, yeah, like a yeah. lot of eating outdoors. Um, I found it to be very easy, easy to traveling with my family and sort of still quasi COVID times. Excellent. Um, the ferry is a real adventure, but you could drive it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so it feels like you're in a different place for sure. That's but awesome. There's also the comfort of, you know, cheeseburgers and fish and chips <laughs> and museums and everything's in English everywhere and, mm. you know, not struggling to book things. So for those travelers who maybe have little kids or, or aren't feeling like a big, long plane ride away. It's kind of cool to just drive up. I mean, it's, I mean, I think driving to Florida feels like you're in another country sometimes too, but like, yep. (laughs) but driving up there, it was, I don't know. And there's something about, because we're, you know, new Englanders at this point in Mm -hmm. our lives, Yeah, you know, the old fisheries, it felt homey that way. Cool. All right. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So if you enjoy Newport oh, and yes. Bar Harbor and you're interested in sort of like the military history of the colonies mm-hmm. and the fishing industry and whaling and immigration in particular, if those are kinds of the, like how people came to this area, yeah. also um, the Mi'kmaq people and lots of acknowledgement there mm-hmm. about their displacement and mm. current fishing treaties with them. There was a lot of focus on that. Okay. I want I should want to say that too. I found Canadians to be, this is so generalizing, but like incredibly kind and welcoming as a tourist. Like they were very grateful for the tourist industry and very kind and welcoming. Well, that's and really cool. That's great. Totally cool. And also really um, progressive, I want to say progressive slash inclusive, mm-hmm. which was made clear to me by things like city mural art or flags that were flown oh, or cool. crosswalks that were painted rainbow crosswalks Aww. or, um, special land acknowledgements on the way into like a restaurant or a brewery or a museum. So mm-hmm. I think Canadians, there's a, especially Nova Scotia, they have this culture of immigration. Mm-hmm. Like over the years, the Immigration Museum is super interesting. Like their long history of welcoming refugees and roughing it together on rough seas or hard weather. Um, there definitely, of course, are some systemic racist tendencies in immigration yeah. policy over time that they now acknowledge. And mm-hmm. then, you know, um, but I found that to be interesting. The the mm-hmm. sort of 
desire to acknowledge their history when it was like that, but also yeah. to celebrate their history as a place that people traditionally have only arrived at. These are of course are non-indigenous people. Right. Because they're being displaced either by choice or for whatever reason. Right. Um, yeah. So super interesting. There was also, by the way, um, two historic events that were very interesting in Halifax. One is this like giant explosion that happened. Oh, destroyed the waterfront because two ships hit each other, which is a (gasps) famous historical moment. And one ship was completely loaded with explosives. So that's interesting. Oh my gosh. Um, and also, um, in Halifax, they did all the, they did the body recovery for the Titanic. What? So survivors on the Titanic went to New York (sighs) and the recovery of bodies was done all by, um, volunteers and, ships out of Halifax and the bodies were, a lot of bodies were brought back to Halifax. So that's a very interesting aspect of their museum wow. too. Wow. I had no yeah. idea. That's yeah, so, crazy. So there's a whole sort of like Titanic thing. So anything maritime, if people are interested in like maritime history, yeah, there's like so much. Ah, oh, awesome. Yeah. I can't wait for my trip there. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's another, another place I've always wanted, like certain in terms of Canadian yarn crawl, I've always wanted to go to Toronto because I think it has a pretty cool indie yarn scene. Yeah. In Toronto, and that's very easy to get to from Bradley. It's like a hop. Oh. Um, so I see, I have weekend plans someday. Oh, so if any of our fiberistas <laughs> need to have a Toronto moment, I've always wanted to go there too. We'll have to make it a thing yeah. one of these days. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. So great. Amazing. Well, Rums, I hope I see you soon. Cause I have some special deliveries as you saw to yes. drop off for you. Um, be awesome. and I'm sure you want to see some of these things in person. So yes, we'll have to do that always. soon. I love it. All right. Well, are we all set? I think so. I think so. All right. <laughs> well, it's so long for now because it's time for us to return to the woods and forge some more, but we'll be back soon with more stories and stitching mm-hmm. until we <laughs> meet again. Happy, Happy stitching. stitching.